stories in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Strategist. This week's episode is thought-provoking. If you do not want to be intellectually challenged, um, if you do not appreciate a different perspective, if you have a fragile ego, this episode is not for you. However, if you are ready to frame problems through a different lens, you will literally love this episode. And of course, take everything with a pinch of salt. Your mind will be tempted to dismiss some of the ideas, but I do hope that you will reflect on the main things and they will help you live a better life. So let's start with a question. Think about two men. The first one has a stroke of luck and wins the lottery. The other one has a terrible accident, fractures his spine and becomes a paraplegic. Here is the question. Who is happier after four years? Now, 99% of the people say without hesitation, and I said that too uh, when my mentor asked me, that the person who won the lottery is for sure the happiest. No doubt about that. However, the answer is not that straightforward because it has to do with our perception of life. Let me explain. Within three years of treatment, the paraplegic might be super happy because they can lift a finger. And the winner of the lottery might be very sad because everyone wanted money from him and he squandered all his riches and he is now left with nothing. It is a matter of emotional balance and the story we tell ourselves and the meaning we give to what we focus on. So today I will try to give you a different perspective. A different perspective on your problems, on your suffering, on stress. And the bottom, line, the bottom line is that if you learn how to manage your emotions, um, you will live a much happier life. And I would like to start with a simple reflection. Help yourself before you attempt at helping others. This was one of the most important epiphanies in my life. People who went through hard times have a strong desire to help others because they do not want to suffer as they did. It is a very recurring theme. Like if you went through a very hard time, you generally want to help others because you survived. You know what it means to be in that situation. However, if you help others before having fixed your problems, you will make a mess and I made a mess. So I had to fix my own traumas before being able to successfully help others as I'm doing now. I'm a frequent traveler and a good metaf metaphor that I really like is wear your oxygen mask on the plane before helping your son. Your son is the most important thing in your life, isn't him? But you cannot help him if you're dead. So the same applies to for other people, for other situations. So shit happens in life. Everyone, every person, you stop anyone on the street Everyone has some challenges to deal with. This is why they say never judge because you don't know what 
people are going through, right? When something bad happens, according to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, Swiss-American psychiatrist, we go through five stages of grief. I really like the book uh, on death and dying. I read some pieces of the book from Elizabeth uh, Ross, and it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, let me give you an example of grief associated with COVID and associated with relationships. So, when something bad happens, the first thing we do is we deny what is happening. For example, yeah, COVID will not affect Europe. Yeah, it's in China. Come on. Like, why should we be um, faced with this problem? No, it will never happen. The second stage, when COVID comes, is anger and frustration. We just get angry because we have to face this thing. It is coming to Europe. It is a reality now. It is not something which is far from us. Like a bad breakup, right? See, I this person will never break up with me. And then shit, actually it happened. It's a reality. We have to face that. When anger cannot solve the problem, because anger never solves the problem, we start bargaining this stage three of grief. We bargain with God, we bargain with the government, God please help me, uh, the government should do something. So we try, we struggle to find some meaning in what is happening. And most of the time, we don't really find the meaning immediately. And we go through with the fourth stage, which is depression. No one can help me. Right? There is a sense of helplessness. The world seems to be over. We'll never recover from COVID, or this is the worst breakup of my life, etc. And finally, only at stage five, and this can last up to a year, right? It's not that, that easy. We accept what is happening. We start exploring our options and we create a new world. We, we let go of what was, of, of COVID, we adapt, and this is our new reality, okay? Why do some people suffer so much, right? Most of us go through the same five cycles of grief. So Rob Dial, mind, uh, host of the Mindset Mentor podcast, which is a podcast that I highly recommend, it's fantastic. He always says, pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. So the formula to suffering is very simple. Number one, you get a large amount of stress. Number two, you cannot control the stress. It's from an external source. And number three, you fight the fact that you cannot control it. This is the most important piece. How many times have you fought the things that you cannot control? This is suffering. You must train yourself to deal with stress, not deciding if it is fair or unfair. Many people complain, most people complain, oh, this is so unfair, I do not deserve this in my life. It is not up to you to decide what, what is fair or unfair, what you deserve, what you don't deserve. Remember, life is a balance. Spring follows winter, winter follows spring. But if you are mentally resilient, it does not matter what season you find yourself in because you find a reason to thrive. So, for instance, let's take COVID, okay? COVID for the leaders, leaders I'm not meaning, I, I don't mean um, 
the politicians, the, the, the leaders of their life. This is what I mean. For the people who were mentally prepared, COVID has been a blessing. There was a huge wealth transfer, $1.7 trillion from the poorest to the richest during COVID because they had the means and they were mentally prepared. We suffered during COVID where the people who did not build a shelter for the winter. The leaders on the contrary were prepared and sold winter coats, if you allow the metaphor. It is very important to understand how to become mentally resilient because our brain will always prove us right. If you want to do something in your life, and I'm sure you have objectives, right? If you think you can achieve those objectives, and if you think you cannot achieve them, in both cases, you are right. Your beliefs become your reality. Remember this and write it down. Your beliefs become your reality. If you can think it, it can happen. Your brain will filter information to confirm what you, already think, what you are already thinking. And therefore, it is of utmost importance to train our brain to see the beauty, the right path. Otherwise, we will always focus on what's wrong, on what we cannot control. And what if there are some problems on your way? I've, I've had people telling me, but Matteo, I'm mentally prepared. I think I'm prepared, but come on, objectively, I see challenges ahead. Right? There are problems. There are really big problems. And I love here, and I know this is hard for some people to, to digest, but I love what Tony Robbins said once. He said, problems are gifts. If you don't have a problem, beg for one. Most of us do not truly understand the power and the value of problems. You know who has no problems? The people who are dead. Do you want peace? Go to a graveyard. You will find peace. You do not want peace. You want to stop suffering and you want to take control of your life. There is a big difference. Big, big difference. I had an intense discussion. We always have like very big discussions with friends. Um, and once we discussed on why some people commit suicide and uh, we analyzed how suicide cannot be an option because it leads to peace and stop suffering, but it does not address the main issue that we want to create a life which is worth living. Hence the importance of taking control of our life, which requires a, a very strong mental effort, designing a clear strategy and acquiring new skills. Problems. And this is the most important thing for of this podcast, in my opinion. Problems are a sign of life. Therefore, if you don't have any problem in your life, if you're not experiencing any failure in your life, if you're not facing any hurdle in your journey, you have better start praying for one. Because problems are a sign of life. You're not pushing yourself up to your potential. You're not pushing hard. If you don't have problems, it means that you either have a very low standard of living and you shy away from any problem. You just stay in your little comfort zone or you're dead. And in my opinion, staying in your comfort zone means that you're kind of dead, to be honest with you. Jim Rohn, a famous American entrepreneur, um, he's an author, motivational speaker, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. 
He said, do not pray for less problems, pray for more skills. Do not pray for less problems, pray for more skills. Rather than praying that things get better, what about you getting better? I know it's hard, I know it's hard to do, but that's the way to happiness. This is especially relevant in COVID times when, when people wait for the vaccine to start living again, which is what I find really sad. And by the way, you're not afraid of COVID. Let's take COVID as an example, right? You're not afraid of the problems. You're afraid you're not strong enough to face COVID and you die without leaving something meaningful. That's the problem. But the problem is not COVID. COVID, the problem, helped us understand that we want to live a meaningful life, that we want to be strong enough to face the problem. Right? So pray for more skills and work for more skills. Don't pray for less problems. In the second part of the podcast, we talk about mental resilience. Okay? And we talk about stress. We start from mental resilience. How do you build mental resilience? Well, it's easy. It's actually very easy. In the same way, you build muscles. How do you build muscle? Well, every day you go to the gym and you push against unbelievable resistance. I love the quote, the universe gives us problems to sculpt our soul. The universe gives us problems to sculpt our soul. For things to change, you have to change. For things to get better, you have to get better. That is how you fall in love with yourself. Don't fall in love with other people. Fall in love with yourself. You go through pain and you get better. And when you love yourself, others will love you. That's the magic of it. How others perceive us is a reflection on how we perceive ourselves. And let's give an example of why it is important to go through problems. Well, we all watch movies, right? If you watch any movie where there is a hero, okay? The hero at the beginning of the movie is really happy and healthy. It always starts with the rosy situation. And then all of a sudden, boom, they suffer. There is some breakdown, mental challenge. They refuse the calling, right? The world needs them. They're like, I'm not the person for this. I, I don't want to go through this. And then they take responsibility. They decide to take control of their future. They grow and they win. They save the world. No one would go to, would go to a movie. Imagine going to a movie where the main character is always happy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how boring the movie would be? Absolutely terrible. I mean, always happy, no problem. No journey of the main character. Where, where, where is the fun? Where is the, the growth? Where, and the life is the same thing. Your life is the same thing. You want to grow through your journey. Mark my words, where you get will never make you happy. Who you become to get there will make you happy. So focus on what you want because where focus goes, energy flows. And when you focus on what you like, you become a better person. And that's how you build happiness. So becoming mentally resilient is important because we are just bombarded with negativity. Journalists have a say, if it bleeds, it leads. This is why when the news 
um, goes out, it is typically negative. Our brain retains negative information more easily because it's triggered by survival instincts. We also must become better at filtering information. Nowadays, we have too much information and zero wisdom. We are in the attention society where everybody has an attention span of seven seconds and everybody overreacts and takes everything personal. Don't take everything personal. Just don't do that. It's, it's a sign of weakness. So finally, let's learn to embrace stress. Everybody, every, literally everybody is experiencing stress. The only way we can be happy is by growing. I always say we either grow or we die. When people stop growing, they feel that their life is meaningless. So appreciate you have a problem, deal with it and expand. Think about a terrible problem, for instance. You would never go through it again, right? Of course. But do you recognize that it made you grow so much? Do you see the grace in the terrible problem? See that life is happening for you and not to you. And your life will change dramatically. Very important reflection. Life is not about avoiding stress. It is about embracing stress. Remember, the people who try to avoid stress are the people who try to be in their comfort zone. And when something stressful happens, my mother is a good example of it. If there is something stressful, if you tell her something stressful, she's just like, oh, don't just don't tell me, don't tell me. I'm, I don't want to think about this, right? But shying away from stress doesn't mean the stress does not exist. You have to embrace the stress, the uncomfortable situation. You have to breathe through it. And let's look at the benefits of stress. Let me give you just three that people don't usually give you. First of all, it gives you an opportunity to realize how strong you are. It tests your skills and capabilities and become stronger. Number two, you will discover who your real friends are. When you go through happy times, we'll have plenty of friends. But when you go through a hard time, that's when you will know who the true friends are. And finally, number three, you build an immunity to future challenges. Your mental and spiritual muscles will become stronger and you become bulletproof. And I wanted to share three important reflections on strength. Number one, for most of us, stress is caused by other people. I have interviewed, I've asked so many people, and said, what is your main cause of stress? People, people are terrible. People always tell me like terrible things and they, they're not nice to people and they do bad things. And so they hate people because they bring them stress, right? But that's the wrong way to go about it because we should learn to not resent people. Resenting somebody is really taking poison in your own body and expecting someone else to die. Why would you want to hate someone and take poison hoping that they die? Do not resent them. Just let them go if they cause you stress. Number two, the reality is that we will all go through something terrible in life. Everyone. There is no human being which will always be happy 100% in 80 years. We will all experience the death of the loved one, a breakup, a lack of financial resources, everything. Okay? So help others when they go through hard times. Try as soon as you have the time and you have the capabilities every time. Just help others. Even if you have nothing in return, that is the best feeling ever. You know that they cannot give you anything, but you just help them anyway. That's one of the most 
beautiful things in life. And number three, be grateful for the fact that your worst problem is someone else's dream. Your worst problem is someone else's dream. Many people wish they had your problem. They wish they had your problem because their life is very, very difficult. I will close the podcast episode with uh, um, something I read once on, on Facebook years ago and I, re- I saved it and I took it to heart and I read it from time to time because it really helps me appreciate the gratitude, appreciate the beauty in my life and, and express the gratitude. If you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, a roof over your head and a place to sleep, you're richer than 75% of the world. If you have money in your bank, your wallet and some spare change, you're among 8% of the world's wealthy. If you wake up this morning with more health than illness, you're more blessed than the million people who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the agony of imprisonment or torture or the horrible pangs of starvation, you're luckier than 500 million people alive and suffering. If you can read this message, you're more fortunate than 3 billion people in the world who cannot read at all. I read this message very often because it allows me to stop focusing on my problems and start feeling grateful for everything I have in my life. I know this was a heavy episode heavy episode but i hope i hope you liked it and i would appreciate guys if you let me know your feedback on the more you know mentally challenging (laughs) topics i have addressed that's what i've got for you to uh, today if you like this episode please share with someone you know and love and who could benefit from this different perspective and if you could share it in your instagram stories and tag me matogrosso strategies it would be amazing the only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it so i greatly greatly appreciate all of you who will do it make your life a masterpiece see you next next week i appreciate you and i hope you have an amazing day